What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you on this Thursday? Happy Thursday. Today is January 27th, 2022. How's your week so far? How are things? Are you up? Are you hitting games? Hopefully that's the case. Been a good week of sports. A lot going on. Obviously, it's the NFL playoffs. And uh, on today's show, Story Time Thursday, Sports Betting Stories. Well, we're not going to rewind too long. We're going to talk about earlier this week. The line of Kansas City and Cincinnati, what it opened up at, what we can learn from line movements, and uh, what the line is saying early about this game this weekend. So we'll talk about that on today's show. Special thanks to Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com. It's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. If you like trading stocks, if you've traded stocks before, you'll be very familiar with how Better Edge works. It's very familiar, very similar to trading and buying and selling stocks. Now, the way it works is... You can name a price, just like in, in, in buying and selling stocks, you can name a price to buy at. Now, if the price doesn't get there in the stock market, your order won't be, you know, it won't go through. Well, the same thing here. If you put an order in for Kansas City minus three this weekend and no one takes it, your order won't go through. You won't have a bet. But if someone out there takes the other side, which would be Cincinnati plus three... I don't know who would do that, but you can try and make it happen. If someone takes it, well, now you've got a bet. It's really unique, really cool. I think Better Edge is changing the game, making it more fun, more interesting, and really more profitable. Because at the end of the day, they don't charge a VIG. They don't need to with this whole system of matching you up with someone else. So it's really cool. Check them out online, betteredge.com. Put in promo code SHARP for a free $10 and to let them know you heard about them right here on Sports Betting Daily. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the Kansas City-Cincinnati game this weekend. Kansas City hosting the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Line is currently... Kansas City minus seven. Now let's talk about the story of how this line opened up, what happened in the early minutes, and what we can learn from this. Now, but just to refresh, because we've talked about this before, but to refresh, there are retail sports books and there are market making sports books. 98% of sports books that you deal with, that you ever bet with, are retail books. Okay, these include BetMGM. Uh, FanDuel, DraftKings, you know, pretty much all of them. Points bet, like every one that you hear of on TV or that does advertising, these are retail sports books. And what they do is they actually don't make their own lines. They just, they're a bunch of copycats. They just wait for other sports books who really know what they're doing to make their own lines. And then, like the professionals, hammer the lines out and correct the lines. And then, once everything's been hammered out and corrected, then the BetMGMs and FanDuel's and DraftKings and Points Bets and BetFreds and all them open up their lines. So the people in the line or the sports books who take the brunt of the opening action are the market making books who make the market, who open the line. And so, what we saw this week is. Kansas City opened minus six and a half at only two or three sports books. And within about four, maybe five minutes, that line had moved from Kansas City minus six and a half to Kansas City minus seven. And then about an hour later, hour and a half later, it moved from seven to seven and a half for a while, you know, and then balanced back out at seven. So what we learned here is those six and a halfs got eaten up very quickly. I don't think they lasted four, maybe five minutes. So unless you were on your computer within the first four and a half to five minutes of this line opening up, you don't, you didn't have the opportunity to buy Kansas City minus six and a half. Okay, that's why, just for a quick detour, that's why we always say 
it doesn't matter where the public money is. You hear that all the time in ESPN, Fox, oh, the public loves the over, public loves the favorite. It doesn't matter where the public is because all that matters is the professionals got this to six and a half. So it doesn't do you no good to hear me or any pro say, yeah, I have Kansas City minus six and a half if you're never going to have the chance to bet that yourself, okay? So anyway, I digress. That's a big point that always comes up and I, I just want to address that when we come across it. That's why public money really doesn't mean much. But back to the example here. So it moved from six and a half to seven. And then was it was it seven and a half for a couple hours and then normalized or settled back down at seven. So what we can learn from this is that the professionals, those who bet very early, those who make them, those who kind of chip away and, and determine what the market should be or what the true price should be. Those people who bet early thought six and a half Kansas City was a great price. They hopped on it, max bet, max bet, max bet, and then the line moved and those max bets stopped coming in. But there was still enough action to send Kansas City from seven and a, from seven to seven and a half. And like I said, it stayed at seven and a half for a while and then eventually came back down to seven. So the professionals and those betting early thought much, much more of the value of Kansas City minus six and a half than they saw in the value of the Cincinnati Bengals at plus seven and a half. If there was as much value on the Bengals plus seven and a half than there was a KC minus six and a half, we would have seen the same thing happen where it goes to Cincinnati plus seven and a half for about five minutes, then quickly goes back to seven. That's not what we saw. It was a seven and a half for about a half a day. You could have got seven and a half if you if you kept your eyes peeled, watched out for it at several different sports books. So it clearly wasn't as appealing to the pros. And what we can learn from this is a, is an old fashioned trick that I've heard that I learned a while ago. Let's move the line one or two points and see if things start to seem outrageous. Now, if you say let's just do a two point swing, okay? Let's say right now Kansas City minus seven. Let's say they were minus five. That to me seems outrageous, okay? Now you may disagree, but to me that seems like pretty outrageous number, pretty valuable number for Kansas City. And I believe a lot of professionals would have bet Kansas City at minus five. And I think I'm that I think I'm backed up by that because all the pros bet Kansas City at minus six and a half, okay? But let's swing it two points the other way. Now Kansas City's minus nine. Yes, I'd still probably lean Cincinnati with that line, but it doesn't seem nearly as outlandish as Kansas City minus five. And if you do the same thing, Kansas City minus six or Kansas City minus eight, the Kansas City minus eight to me seems a lot more fair than six. Six still seems like crazy value. So I think in this situation, what the pros are telling us, what we can learn from this and that I totally agree with is that Kansas City is the right side, or at least that the perceived valuable side at minus six and a half and still probably the right side at minus seven. Now, I think we're going to see public money affect this later in the week because I believe a lot of the public getting a touchdown or over a touchdown with Joe Burrow will be the way most most squares look at this game. But one thing we can learn from line moves, early line moves, is what the right side or what the valuable side, the valuable numbers clearly are. I don't think we're going to get a chance to bet six and a half again leading up to game day. However, I think we could see plenty of seven and a halves, if not eights out there. So that's what we can learn. If you want to get on these numbers and you want to win money betting the NFL, you have to bet early. And we've talked about this a million times before, but that sort of is the whole idea of 
of getting the valuable lines. You can't wait and bet the NA, the NFL on Sunday. Hell, you can't wait and bet the NFL on Tuesday. If you really want to be serious about this stuff and been win money betting the NFL, you've got to do it early. And this today, talking about kind of, I know, I know. Sometimes we do story time Thursdays, like my story in the sports book or fun experiences. But I think that today we can learn that things can be discovered early in the week just by watching lines. You don't have to spend any money. You don't have to know a professional. You don't have to know a syndicate or listen to any podcasts or shows. You just have to pay attention to the market. And we can early in the in the week see the pros love Kansas City minus six and a half. Really don't love Cincinnati plus seven and a half. And I mean, I'm not sure if the right play here is to tease or whatever. We'll talk about the teaser math later on, you know, when we preview these games on probably tomorrow on Friday. But it's it's, it's never as easy as just, ah, they're seven-point favorite. Let's tease them down to minus one, you know. It's a very square mentality, but... We'll talk about the math, why it's not necessarily the best thing to do, and we'll preview the the AFC Championship as well as the NFC Championship on tomorrow's show. But in the meantime, good luck whatever you have going today or tonight. Hope you cash some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.